hearing this? Anybody hear that? How can we possibly have the slightest idea what to expect? Well, we're back. Hold on to your butts. Welcome to the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic, including the movies, TV shows, music, toys, and more. In episode 365, Tom Jurassic joins us once again to take a look at the upcoming series that's going to be on Netflix in 2024, Jurassic World Chaos Theory. Now, if you didn't ever get a chance to listen, Tom and I did a huge recap. Um, We did uh, every episode. I think we talked about uh, the entire details of Camp Cretaceous over the course of its run. So Tom is once again joining me to talk about the upcoming DreamWorks animation show uh, that's coming next year. And we are very excited for this show. We have a lot of thoughts and feelings. It was kind of a chaotic recording. Uh, It may be uh, spliced and cut and and hopefully it sounds okay to you but uh it was a wild one we had planned on putting it up on youtube and it didn't end up working out the the video portion was failing so uh it's kind of all over the place but i hope you enjoy this one uh we give you some of our thoughts our theories some facts and stuff about the show so please enjoy this week's episode with tom jurassic Of course, while you're listening to this episode, hit us up on Instagram, threads, TikTok, and of course, YouTube to continue the conversation from this episode. And as always, please check out our weekly live streams over on YouTube discussing all of the latest Jurassic news from around the world, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. EST, each and every week. As for next week's episode, uh, your guess is as good as mine. I, I don't have anything planned yet. I've been a little slow planning as the year comes to a close here, but we do have an episode. We will have an episode coming your way, and then there also will be an episode uh, the week following that. It's going to be our yearly Christmas special, and it's going to be very, very fun. We've got a lot planned for that, and I hope you enjoy that one as well. But it's I think there's just only two episodes left in 2023, and then we'll kick things off again in 2024. Very excited for 2024 here on the podcast. So stay tuned uh, on our social feeds to hear more about what we've got planned for the upcoming episode. But for now, let's go ahead and dive into our chat on the upcoming Netflix show, Jurassic World Chaos Theory. of the world of Camp Cretaceous. So we, uh, we've been hearing rumblings, I guess, of this new series for quite a while now. Um, and we officially got the, the reaction to it. It's finally been out there for a little bit now. We've had a few weeks here to discuss it and think about it. And uh, no further real information, I don't think, has come out since. But um, what do you say we kind of work our way into chaos theory because I, I want to get into it and everything that we think about it and, and whatever is out there. But I want to go back to Camp Cretaceous for a bit and uh, 
talk about that for just a few minutes as we kind of, you know, rethink about how it ended and maybe about how that context plays out for what we've seen. But so this is a show obviously uh, centered around the events of 2015's, you know, Jurassic World. And I I always mm-hmm. loved that it kind of, it, it maneuvered its way through that storyline, eventually crossed over into Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom territory, which I thought was, was really, really cool, um, which that takes place short, you know, I forget what the the timeline was at this point i've been so disconnected but i know that was like a few months they ended up saying it was like a few months after um jurassic world so we see the kids you know still surviving on the island as helicopters are coming in and and uh the mosasaurus eats that dude on the helicopter all that good stuff um eventually these kids find their way to another island with uh, dinosaur battles and robots and a few evil dudes. There's a lot going on there. We had a few seasons there. We saw the uncovering of the Barbasol can uh, by the one and only Lewis Dodgson. Uh, we got some fun stuff. And then eventually, you know, the kids uh, are saved and they're back home and they've got a lot going on. We've seen um, Ben is out there back on that dino Battle Island, uh, whatever it was named. I don't think we ever had a name for that island, right? So, no. Just Manicore Island. Manicore Island, we'll say. Yeah, so he's he's out there with May, I think, like helping out these dinosaurs and, uh, you know, studying some stuff. And we got um, Darius. Uh, he was with Kenji, right, at the end of the season. Um, yeah. Just hanging out there. And Sammy and Yaz maybe doing they're out there somewhere. I think I forget exactly what the layout was. I remember Brooklyn was like, wasn't she like, like a really like in a, in a situation, like like close up in the camera. Yeah. She's investigating stuff. So uh, the the kids have, you know, have grown up to that point. We see them a little bit older by the end of camp Cretaceous. And, you know, at the very end, they're, they're all having their like, you know, weekly chat or whatever. And, uh, they see uh, Darius sees a Brachiosaurus outside the window, which was pretty cool. Kind of like fast forwarding us from somewhere after the events of Fallen Kingdom to letting us know that some of no, them survived, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, they, they've all, they've all survived and we're, we're a little bit after Fallen Kingdom. Um, and uh, you know, we, we know that, uh, there oh it wasn't like darius giving like speeches and stuff on like a stage yeah it was very very similar to alan grant Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, jp3 style uh so they're the nublar six they're they're a whole thing they're like you know probably uh a a starred group at this point like everybody probably thinks about them influencers yeah they're all going to be influencers at this point i think all of them now have 26 million followers on uh, whatever. Uh, but it's not what uh, Brooklyn had. But, yeah. you know, at this point, we don't really know much about them other than, like, where they ended up at that point. But, you know, I think this show is going to take a different route. So what did you think? Let's return back to that that moment in time when Camp Cretaceous ended. Where did you uh, settle on that show once everything's all said and done? After we've had a, a little while to think about it, you know? I I think my feeling with it has been the same as throughout, really, which is I kind of feel like all of the stuff with Manticore wasn't needed. Um, it you know it was all right for what it was, um, but I do think it sort of 
made the story feel a little bit more drawn out than perhaps it needed to. Um, and I, I, I think moments like the Barbasol can, you probably saw me put my head in my hands when you referenced that. <laughs> it was cool, cool seeing it, but I don't think it did justice to that kind of moment, um, especially when so many of us had built up all these different ideas of what might have happened with it, how Dodgson could have got it back. So I yep. think it, it was essentially what I'm getting at is it was cool that they wanted to tie things together and do a little bit more to kind of connect, connect it to Dominion, especially with that last season. But I think that season three ending of them going away in the water on the yacht and then eventually getting back to the island is kind of where I feel like it could have ended and it would have been a much stronger ending for me. And then they still could have done what they're going to do in Chaos Theory anyway. Yeah. You know, I uh, I agree. Like, I, I didn't want them to end after season three, but yeah, that would have been a nice, like, spot to conclude it. It could have been, you know... And they could have actually done the same exact, like, tagline, basically, at tag at the end of the show, except for Ben. You know, everybody else could have yeah. been basically the same. Um, but it would have been a nice spot to end. I do appreciate a lot of the stuff that did come from seasons four and five. Yeah. I think there were some really cool ideas in there. It's just the execution of it uh, that was a little subpar for me. Um, but at the same time, I've been thinking about this show a lot uh, over, you know, however long it's been since it ended. When did that end? It feels like it was like like just ages ago at this point. But it was probably just like last year. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably like not that long ago. But um, it feels like it's been a long time. But I've been thinking about it and just like, you know, the fact that we haven't had a lot of content recently to enjoy and, mm. and partake in. Uh, I've been just like kind of really nostalgic for this show and like that time period where we had a lot of seasons. We had a lot of content to enjoy things to discuss theories, like fun yeah. characters to, you know, to talk about and um, different things that were weaving it their way into the show. Like it was really cool to like kind of an analyze the show over the course of its run. So I've been very nostalgic for it, even though I didn't, love the final two seasons i think i've i've really come to appreciate like the fact that it exists and um not yeah. let that not let anything sour it over the you know the course of the ending there but um i've i've really missed it over the past little while so having something follow it up is really really exciting to me uh yeah. i am i am super hyped for the future of this this saga whatever story they're telling um and the potential, I think, that it could bring to the the Jurassic universe. I'm just very excited for what the future could hold and what I hope it holds. And I, I try not to get myself too hyped about the potential of it, but um, I want them to take it as seriously as I think it should be um, taken yeah. seriously. And I, you know, I don't mean storytelling wise, like whatever they the crazy stuff they did. I just mean like I want this to matter. I want it to eventually, you know really be a part of this universe and not be something that is brushed aside and not cared about you know i yeah i want it to be part of the style guide and like part of the the storyline that the, they've got behind the scenes at universal like i want them to care about this in a way that like you know uh, like other other series have cared about like star wars has cared about their animated series and and yeah. like like uh you know the monster verse is caring about monarch and and uh all those movies that they've made and you know and i think they there's like is there like uh comic books from that universe too yeah. everything everything ties yeah. in yeah. i just want this to matter just like 
all those other universes care about their properties. So um, I don't want it to be brushed aside by, you know, the next head creator of whatever movie or whatever we end up getting to uh, at some point, probably eventually. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do we know about this show so far? Not a, not a lot, but I, you know, this right. is something that, that was announced um during Geeked Week, Netflix did, you know, a whole thing where they announced a bunch of new shows and stuff. Uh, I think it came out on November 9th. They, they did do a little bit of a false start ahead of time, um, which was funny because, like, I remember that came out and we're all like, what is – where did this come from? Because the quality is not super great, but, like, it, it's not bad. It's like, well, where did this come from? And we've got this trailer come online and we're like, nobody's talking about it officially, but, like – what are we doing here? So that was interesting when that popped up yeah. online. What were your thoughts when the it, it popped up before it was it should have? I think you know those things happen, and I think it was nice to see people really excited. Um, I think it was a shame seeing conversation devolve to some extent, and people being like, "Oh well, this shouldn't be out there yet." Because at the end of the day it was out there because it was accidentally posted on one of the Netflix official channels. So at, at that point, it's kind of, it's not official, but it is official because well, it's come yeah. from an official channel. Wasn't um, it? I, th I thought it came from the Jurassic World Kids YouTube I think it, or yes. something, something like I that. it was the Netflix Kids, but it must nah, have been maybe. Yeah. But so, yeah. So it was, it was an, it was an official release, but like taken yeah. back, you know, they took it back at one point. Yeah, I thought it it was a shame kind of seeing off the back of that, actually, a lot of the um, copyright strikes and things that came off the back of it. Because I think that yeah. that kind of sort of almost gave it a full start, if you like, where people were excited for it. And then that excitement had kind of been tempered a little bit, which is always a shame. You know, I think it's, it's a hard decision whenever something is shared early as to whether you go down that path of kind of trying to recontain it as is famously said in Jurassic, you can't put it back in the box. Um, and I think sometimes yeah. you've just got to run with it, right? And actually, if people are talking about it and they're excited about it, then at the end of the day, that's what a trailer is meant to do anyway. Yeah, it is a shame that, like, the conversation died down and it, we had to all, like, restart again. Um, but I get it because this wasn't just universal saying hey we got a new show dreamworks saying that you know we got this brand new show this was like a netflix event there was a plan in place for all of these shows to get announced and panels and scheduled things so for me like i get it it makes sense um yeah but i you know i never i was never told to remove anything at any point so my stuff stayed yeah. uh, i just left it as is um but uh but yeah so it, it was a false start, but eventually it came out on, I think, November 9th. And uh, as we, you know, came to find out, obviously it was a DreamWorks animation production, Universal Pictures, Amblin Entertainment. Um, the usuals were behind this one. Scott Kramer, Aaron mm -hmm. Hammersley are back as showrunners and executive producers. And they mm -hmm. they both were, you know, that in those roles for Camp Cretaceous. Uh, I've spoken with them both before. They're great people. Um, and uh, obviously we have executive producers like Steven Spielberg, Colin Trevorrow, and Frank Marshall. I'll be interested to Is see if we ever get any. What's that? Zach Stentz is back as well. Zach Stentz, yeah, I saw him talking about it too. Um, but like, I'll be interested to know if if we do get any conversation from Colin Trevorrow at this point or Frank Marshall, yes. like because you know I know he he was you know kind of um, 
unaware that they were creating the final installment, you know, the, the that it was going to be ending because he, I, I remember there was something that he said like, oh, I didn't realize that one, like th- that they did that for the trailers or whatever. So yeah. um, I thought that was interesting. And, you know, Frank Marshall has said like, no, we're, you know, we're not going to make other things. This is the end, but we're also going to have a new era and stuff. So uh, I, I do want to see how it's involved. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like we're done, but not. Um, very confusing yeah. sentiments. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see because Colin Trevorrow like supposedly could just go on to other things and produce other stuff and yeah. never be involved in Jurassic. And and that is kind of the way that like Steven Spielberg has been involved. He, his name is on everything, right? He he's always yeah. attached to whatever you know thing he's been attached to before. It's just like I'm just there as a uh, you know support. But we don't really get a lot other than him in promotional materials saying, like, Jurassic World, this is a great story. You guys are going to love it. Like, you don't yeah. really get much else from him. So, you know, I don't know that he's going to be involved in any way. I don't know what Frank will be involved in. But for Camp Cretaceous, there were there were stories that, like, you know, oh, it was cool to work with Colin Trevorrow and run some stuff past him. So we did get to hear a little bit about that involvement. Um, so I'll be interested, does Colin play, like, any kind of role in the story of of this or is it just a you know these are the dudes who've been involved before you know we're just going to credit them because they helped create this universe so i wonder what it's, it's what will happen here interesting question. yeah because i think colin was probably more involved with camp cretaceous because he was essentially at that point in time the custodian for the franchise so he knew what was going to happen in the films and obviously he needed to make sure that Camp Cretaceous ran in parallel with that, so it didn't do anything that kind of um, went against what they were doing in the films. But obviously we're at the point where there isn't a film on the horizon, so <laughs> do you need that level of custodianship, yeah. right? I, I did the, did it exist to begin with? Because in I feel like in his <laughs> mind, in his mind, like none of it was really connected to begin with. So, yeah. uh, you know, it the was Lagoon, just more... Uh, yeah i don't know but we'll see if there's any kind of connection i'll be interested to hear if we do you know ever read a interview like an entertainment weekly kind of thing with a line from colin trevorrow or something like if he because he's been pretty i feel like he's been pretty absent i've been absent from like twitter so i don't really see much i don't even check to see what like what he says or anything but i did see he can't he popped out like recently saying like something about i don't know if it was jurassic related or anything but like it's rare i feel like that we hear from colin um yeah these days and i know he's working on other stuff like an atlantis thing right is that still happening uh and some other projects probably but but yeah i'll be interested to hear you know if they say anything at all um and we did get the teaser trailer uh which you know i thought was a pretty nice um little teaser basically just kind of showing like oh you know we've got uh which i'm playing it here if you're listening to this it's you're not gonna see it obviously but check out our youtube (laughs) channel you'll be able to see it um it says in 2024 so um you know they're basically saying oh 2024 we don't know when but sometime in 2024 you are going to be getting uh this series and we've got which i thought this this trailer was really cool because it invoked a lot of stuff that we have seen before yeah. right it it's you know it showed like yeah. this helicopter sequence that um at least 
in my mind, is the same sequence from the prologue slash Dominion opening scene. Um, it very well doesn't have to be the same moment in time, but we see the helicopter tracking down the T-Rex um, in the forest, and we get like very, very similar shots of the helicopter with the spotlight. Um, we see here in the trailer, it says, a new era of chaos. Um, so that's cool. I like that they're going with the the chaos theory. We'll talk about that in, in a little yeah. bit. Um, but we do see the Rex running through the forest. And uh, I love this like very, very similar shot in uh, in Dominion or in the prologue, whichever one. There is a great shot of the T-Rex just hurtling through the woods. And, and it's a very steady shot on the eyeball. And this is very reminiscent of that moment. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and it says a new era of chaos or yeah, chaos begins. Um, and we get the T-Rex culminating here in a roar on a freeway or a highway. Yeah. Um, so that I think that was a really, really cool beginning to this teaser trailer. What do you think of this moment? Yeah, so I, I think you're right that it clearly is connected to the opening from the prologue. Um, so I'm quite excited that they're doing seemingly similar to what they did in season three, which is taking a moment from the film and then expanding on it. I have seen a few people say that they think that this moment might be the intro, um, similar to what we had with the gates in the original Camp Cretaceous. And that would be quite a cool intro sequence, I think, you know, having the Rex chase and then culminating with this roar, um, because that kind of instantly sets a different precedent for this show you know the camp cretaceous was very much the rex coming through the gate so a park environment and a creature trying to break out of that park environment whereas if this is the intro it instantly shows you that these are dinosaurs in the wild um which i think is something that people have been clamoring for jurassic to tackle in some kind of story format for quite some time yeah, I, I have heard that as well, uh, that this could just be the opening where the T-Rex burst through the gates, um, which was a nice, like, subtle intro, and then all of a sudden, boom, it just opens up. But that was a pretty quick intro. This would be considerably longer, I feel like. Um, mm -hmm. But I do see the similarity there because the the Rex roar and everything is very similar to that moment. And maybe it, maybe it could be... Um, I, and I would be perfectly fine with that if this was just the intro. Um, but man, do I want to just see more of what happened uh, in that yeah. moment? Because obviously the T-Rex goes, you know, through the through the forest for a little bit. It's getting tracked. And then uh, the helicopter is out there uh, as it goes over the um, drive-in. And uh, was it uh, Skyline or something like that? Or Skyview, yeah. something. Uh, it goes to that drive-in, wrecks some stuff, roars, and um gets they they try to shoot it with the dart um and then it just it gets lost again in the in the forest they're like well i don't know i can't see it anymore so i guess we'll stop um so i remember when i first saw that sequence i thought it was owen sat on the side of the helicopter as well <laughs> yeah maybe i mean retcon it why don't we um but this this uh, would be interesting to see either way. I think I would like it more as, uh, you know. But I guess because it had the intro with the the DreamWorks logo and the Amblin logo and then went right into this, maybe it feels like an intro. So it could very well be. Yeah. But I would like to see more from that sequence that we saw, um, you know, from Jurassic World Dominion and the prologue or whatever. So um, I think that would be cool to see. So I I always wanted this to also connect to, like, 
the zoo, you know, that we saw in uh, yes. Fallen Kingdom, you know, kind yeah. of like, I would like to see something like that. So if this ends up being like maybe the culmination of a moment like that, that could be kind of cool. Um, yeah. But who knows? There's no no reason to suggest that, I guess. But I just I would like to see something like that. Um, but anyway, continuing just just what we see here. Uh, I like this. This could be maybe just before it gets to the drive in or something like that. Or it just could be a yeah. separate sequence altogether. And the next thing it comes up that comes up here is the Jurassic World Chaos Theory logo. And uh, what do you t tell me? What do you think of the name and the logo? How are your thoughts and feelings on that? I mean, the logo is our branding, clearly. So you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, no, I think it's cool. I, to be honest with you, I go back and forth on the name Chaos Theory. Yes, it is a fundamental part of Jurassic, as we know from Ian Malcolm's lines in Jurassic Park, and. I don't know part of me feels like it's too on the nose but then part of me is like well actually isn't dinosaurs in the world the epitome of chaos theory so yeah you know, it, it needs to grow on me i think okay yeah it is it is weird to have a series that seems to be focused on these camp cretaceous kids it is interesting to have a series named chaos theory when that is attributed to ian malcolm and like that's his whole deal. So yeah. If we don't get like Ian Malcolm as part of this series, it almost feels like it's incorrectly attributed to to that. Yeah. You know, it feels weird. So I don't know that I would really um I, I don't know that I would expect to see Ian Malcolm, but having that name there makes me feel like we kind of need to see Ian Malcolm. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. I know it's I know it's like you said, it's commenting on um the chaos of it all of these dinosaurs being in the wild and like you know that's part of his sentiment from that first film is you know it just it's all going to be unpredictable and that's what they're going to be dealing with here but i feel like you're teasing us you know if you have that in the title you're teasing us and and you know yeah. if he's not involved that's going to be weird to me um now that being said, I think it would be if there if he was involved, that would be so cool to see like kind of his story as well because he had some stuff going on behind the scenes in Jurassic World Dominion that I was kind of unclear on. I just would like to know maybe more about him you know, yeah. getting that job maybe at Biosyn and then like uncovering things. So that would be kind of a cool plot point I think to have concurrent stories with Ian Malcolm getting into this facility and learning about Biosyn and what uh, uncover what they're doing, but also, you know, the story of the kids and whoever else, uh, you know, maybe outside of Darius, but uh, who, whoever else is involved in the show and kind of, you know, uh, getting into that. I think that would be kind of cool, a cool way to tie in the, the, the title, um, with Ian Malcolm and the kids and make it one cohesive story. Yeah. That could be fun. I think you kind of, so you've touched on one of the notes that I made actually, because yeah. I think the, some of the main potential for this story is exploring that rise of bios in, right? And actually how do these, how does this entity become the organization that the US government entrusts with all of the dinosaur operations? What does that growth look like? And actually, how does Dodgson evolve from where we see him last in Camp Cretaceous to then in this show, what does that 
character development look like? How do we get to the point where actually, you know, we have this facility in the Dolomites that has all of these living creatures? Have they been there all along? Or is that something that we see unfold over the course of this series? Well, before we get too much into the theories, uh, let's let's continue on. I, I do want to talk about that and all the other ideas I think that could be held within this show. Um, but I want to get through the trailer real quick and uh, finish out because there's some really cool stuff here. We've got a truck swerving through some footsteps. I, I really the... want to know who gave Darius his driver's license. Right? <laughs> look, I mean, he did his best to kind of swerve through those footprints. And uh, look, he's he's making it not drift too much, but he <laughs> spins out and out pops Darius, uh, much really older, yeah. much older than we saw him before. And um, what were your thoughts when you first saw Darius here? I, I thought it was cool. I think if I expected anyone to come back, it would have been Darius because I feel like Camp Cretaceous was very much his story. Um, so I'm not surprised that he's back, but it's awesome seeing somebody who's got experience with the dinosaurs now grown up in this world where the prevalence of dinosaurs is something that's growing. Because obviously he and the other members of the Nublar 6 are going to have a very unique perspective on it that not everybody else in that world is going to have. Yeah, I and you mentioned um, earlier that like, hey, they could be like influencers. They could be people that you know. Yeah. These this Nublar Six could be people that people look up to in terms of like, what do we do? How do we work with these things? Uh, and I think that could be pretty interesting to see how Darius takes that because you know he it looks like he's taking it like head on and he's he's out there. I would assume tracking down these things or whatever he's doing, but. Is there any indication on this truck? Do we see? We don't see any logos or anything. So, I mean, it it, it looks like a... Isn't it? Because actually at at this point in time, right, you've got... If the helicopter is the same helicopter from Dominion, then we know that the the US Fish and Wildlife Service is involved, which is quite interesting in itself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because working with them. Yeah, so... I thought that was awesome. Though I was super excited to see Darius and him being much older, like so much older looking than he looked at the end of uh, Camp Cretaceous. Now, is this an art style choice? Is is he um, about the same age as he was before? Like, what's the deal? I don't know, but it looks like he has aged considerably since we first met him in 2015. So that would put this, you know, this could be anywhere... I don't know, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, somewhere in 21, 22, 23 range. No, not 23, I guess, but 21, 22 range, maybe like 2000. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. So I I forget how old. Do you remember how old was he? Was he? But I have no idea. Needless to say, it's been quite a number of years since a while <laughs> since we initially met him so um yeah that's exciting though I, I love the character i love um you know his journey that he went on throughout camp cretaceous and um i love seeing him back in this role and that's very very exciting to me um so that was the trailer that debuted at geeked week we also did get an article that popped up um from entertainment weekly and uh didn't really reveal too much you know they basically just did their 
standard, you know, hey, this new show was announced, Chaos Theory. They announced it at Geeked Week. Um, but there was one little quote from uh, Scott Kramer, and it says, um, bringing Camp Cretaceous to life was an absolutely amazing experience, and we couldn't be more thrilled to begin an exciting new chapter with Jurassic World Chaos Theory. So that's that's really all the, the true information we got from Scott there. Um, excited to begin a new chapter. So that's cool. Implies more than one series, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's, it's very um, much telling that, like, this is the next portion of what we just saw it's that it's chapter you know six maybe i guess because we got five seasons right of camp cretaceous so this is the the next chapter here um i wonder if this i never really noticed what the street sign said it's oh, nine it's west 918 918 west let's do a quick google uh <laughs> i don't yeah i have no idea if that's like an accurate accurate like street sign or anything but it could you know it does look very much like a pacific northwest um where you know mm-hmm. obviously like fallen kingdom took place and um and everything and even uh, battle at big well, rock so uh, there are far, four highways numbered 918 in america and that okay. is kentucky route 918 that is Ma- maryland route 918 maryland okay maryland yeah maryland and- Pennsylvania Route okay. 918 and Puerto Rico Route <laughs> Highway 918. I, it's got to be Puerto Rico. That's what I'm thinking. It has to. There's no way that it couldn't be Puerto Rico. <laughs> so none of those really check out for the Pacific Northwest uh, because, you know, that I don't think he really strayed or she strayed all that far. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe she made it out to uh, Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know. Hold up. Or Pennsylvania. Somewhere. My now. Um, <laughs> interesting. No, so the the drive through set is set in California. So the drive in. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah, it's the other side of America from Pennsylvania and the other places. <laughs> it's it's the other side from Maryland, is what he's saying. Because we definitely have a place called Maryland. Um that's not a theme park, but, <laughs> but, uh, so that was all the information there. there. Huh? Can I get a cookie there? You could. Yeah. It would be dinosaur shaped. <laughs> Just what you'd want. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, and that, that was exciting just to see Darius here. So, uh, and to see that the setting seems to be the same, even Darius's location seems to be like Pacific Northwest kind of oriented as well. So, um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, I'm quite excited to see kind of how it unfolds and what, um, if it is the Pacific Northwest, what other kind of stories are we going to see? Because I assume if it is Pacific Northwest, that's going to be around where Big Rock is, right? Yep. Yeah, um, exactly. So instantly, can <laughs> can I jump into the theory discussion, or do we want to? Uh, well, let's, let's get, we'll get there in a minute. Um, not yet. Um, because I wanted to, I know, I know there hasn't been a ton of, um, you know, indication as far as like what's going to happen in a show, who's involved, um, all that stuff. But Paul McHale Williams, who played Darius did, he has like, I, I think put up stories on Instagram and things like that. He has, you know, talked about, 
chaos theory a little bit here and there and there is a picture of him yeah. on instagram that he's dreaming in the hq of uh dreamworks so uh you know we do get to see him actually in the dreamworks facility there you got a picture of him kind of near shrek uh so <laughs> And and very much looking like Darius these days. Like even Paul has grown up more now and uh has the same kind of haircut now. It's like it's funny that he's yeah. transforming into this character, which I'm like, please transform into this character, Darius. Like uh, Paul. Like, please, we need this. Um, so live that that was Darius. live. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so we got him there. We also did get a, a slight um maybe indication that somebody else could be involved uh yeah. sean Giambrone, who uh played ben did retweet um the fact that uh or he actually not even retweeted he actually just tweeted it he said after the park closed after the kingdom has fallen a new era of chaos begins uh jurassic world chaos theory is coming that's like the tagline um and he yeah. put the he put the trailer up on twitter and and said all that and then it was deleted after that. So keeping it under wraps. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping <laughs> it under wraps that Ben could be involved. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, no true confirmation there yet. As far as I know, uh, we also did get um, a Lego set revealed a little while back. Um, I don't know what this tells us, Tom, maybe you could give me some insight here, but we got, we did get like a Lego set yeah. reveal that like there is, Darius there and there and also Sammy is there as well at what could be yeah. like a little you know uh field camp kind of thing there's a truck there very much like a Jurassic Park truck so this very well could just be yeah. a set related to Isla Nublar but what are your thoughts on that set that that was revealed a it, little while yeah, back it's, a, it's definitely a set related to Isla Nublar because some of the Camel Cretaceous Lego sets use the same color scheme um, so that truck, the four plus transport truck, has got the same color scheme. Um, wow. And the variant of Darius, if you look at it, it's him without the yellow jacket on, which we do see at different points in Camp Cretaceous. Um, so, but it's a different, they, it's a different shirt though to me. Like I feel like that's not the same shirt. But maybe you, he, as far as Legos are concerned, I don't know. But um... well, I mean, put it this way: Lego will use, say, if he's got a white shirt, Lego might use grey to show that it's dirtier or it's wet. It's the same mm -hmm. thing they've done with um, Lex and Tim in the other sets before. So I think, sadly, this is very much a set that's inspired by Camp Cretaceous. That's um, what. I, that's what my feeling probably, was. Yeah. Yeah, I think they probably knew that Chaos Theory was going to be a thing but they probably had to develop this so far in advance that they didn't have the resource or the assets needed to develop something from the show. So they've done the next best thing, which is to do something based on Camp Cretaceous, um, but obviously tying in with a character that they know is going to be in Chaos Theory. It's, and I will just weird. give, actually, this is a, a, a little bit detached from all of this conversation, but just something interesting I've noticed on the merchandise recently um, is the prevalence of Jurassic World branding again. So you can see it here with the singular T-Rex. And I noticed on the new uh, Wild Roars from the Epic Evolution line from Mattel, those have just got the singular, singular Rex logo on them as well, or just the Jurassic World logo. And then it says like Jurassic World in the fossil text in quite large letters on the Mattel toys now. Um, so it's interesting seeing more broadly the brand shifting towards just Jurassic World again. 
Well, yeah, I mean, we're coming out of the um, 30th anniversary and a lot of stuff obviously focused heavily on Jurassic Park, which we all, you know, love that it it kind of took that identity for so long. Um, but yeah, it, you know, there is that that Jurassic World branding will not disappear. It's not like it's going away. Uh, I, I do love, though, that like they have kind of at, at times disconnected them, you know, like they started doing yeah. that. They started doing that with um, Battle at Big Rock, I think. We just basically got the T-Rex logo, right? It came through the mist or something like that. Um, and uh, I don't know if it was that or the prologue. The prologue did the same thing, I think. But uh, Or no, no, yeah, Battle at Big Rock was the Earth. Uh, so it had the yeah. Earth with the T-Rex logo. Um, didn't say Jurassic World, I don't think. Um, and then the prologue did the one that was like the T-Rex head that came through the, uh, yeah. the fog um rock work look and everything and then obviously uh jurassic world dominion used like the amber logo for the most part um and it just had like the t-rex head on there so they really have been disconnecting themselves from the jurassic world brand for a while now but you know you are right it is starting to be at least indicated on the boxes and stuff that like jurassic world is still around um you know, we are getting the wording there, but we also still getting yeah. a disconnected um, logo as well. So I, I do think it, it's kind of doing both things at once, it feels like. And I do yeah. like, I think overall, if you're just going to use the, the head as the logo, the T-Rex head, that is the best way you could go for the foreseeable future. You know, because you're everybody Absolutely. knows what that is. We all know what Jurassic is. Everybody in the world. If you show that logo, it's Jurassic Park, you know? And that's yeah. what the toys always told us in the, you know, in the nineties, but that was just for the JP. It's like, if you see that mark, you know exactly what it is. And I think, you that know, they, it's official, you know, it's official. It's, not a dinosaur, it's an actual Kenner dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like, it's great of them to like disconnect that. Um, now this logo for, uh, we didn't, I didn't really talk about it before. I meant to mention it more when we were talking about the title, I started to get like too far deep into theories and stuff. And I just like kept going. I actually don't really like this logo at all. Mm. Um, for chaos theory, it's, you know, I, I, I just wish, and I've said this for years now because we've gotten this logo 10 times over, you know, yeah. not, not, not the, the spray paint look of it all. Like I could definitely see that truck that we see in that trailer they take like a yellow can of spray paint and just spray paint a logo on it um, just to feel like they're back in Jurassic world again. Cause that's the look that we've got on this logo. It very much looks like a spray spray painted logo. Um, they just took a stencil and just, you know, sprayed over it you know, um, to relive their trauma. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, you know, these kids are wild. I don't know what the heck they're doing these days. So they might, they might want to do that, but um but we do get the title underneath the logo, which, you know, we've gotten that with live tour, I think evolution, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, like almost everything that comes out has like just the title underneath. There's never really an, a unique take on the logo. It's just words underneath. And that, yeah. that to me is why I, I am excited that they decide like every now and then to just disconnect the branding and just put the logo of the head up there and do their own thing. But, uh, this is not like 
my favorite logo. And I, I, I remember not being super excited about the, oh, uh, the uh, Jurassic or the Camp Cretaceous logo when that popped up either. You know, I thought it was kind of like simple looking and stuff. And I didn't really like the, all yeah. the woodwork and stuff. But um, hopefully there's there's something else with this that we can eventually see. I do think it's it's cool that they've kind of taken the approach of the the Fallen Kingdom vibes that we were getting back then. Everything had yeah. embers flying around back back in the Fallen Kingdom days. And they are taking that approach. Yeah, yeah. Return. Let's go back. And it's gonna the kids are gonna go back post burn. That would be fantastic. Uh <laughs> But I, mean, I do like that they're week is this. <laughs> I like that they're taking that approach and kind of pulling ideas from that. And I wonder what that means. What does that signify? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I and I know you joked about like they're taking our branding because like that that <laughs> which our branding, you know, is is taken from the Jurassic branding. So it like it all is inspired by itself, but like the you colors. No, man, I did not. I did not. Um, but the, the the coloring and the choice of the coloring and the fade and the gradient is very much what we used for so long. I don't really use that anymore, though, dude. So it's all good. It's all good. They can have it. They can have that that style back. Um, I've moved on. I've moved on. But uh, but yeah, I wish that it was a maybe a more a little bit more inspired logo. But um, bringing it back to the Lego set that we were talking before and the branding and all that. Um, yeah, I I did think as well that that it felt like it was a Camp Cretaceous set. I just think it's yeah. so odd that like, why are we getting that now? Like that just is that when is this coming out? Did this come out already? Has it hit the shelves? I don't remember. I don't know. Twenty twenty four January set. I'm okay. going to counter you on this odd, Brad. With when has the Jurassic merchandise ever made particular sense? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Never, never. I guess. Uh, I just think like it's 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 strange to have this very basic generic set um, that honestly yeah. to me looks like it's made of leftover pieces. Like they had other sets that they just kind of combined some stuff, and they're like, eh, "This would we need to fill our quota, so let's throw this out there." Yeah. Well, it's so it's the first time they've reused the beta piece from the Dominion line to make a baby raptor. Um, so clearly that's something that they did here for the first time. Um, but I mean, I'm looking at it and trying to assess it. As far as I can see, it's all pieces that are reused. Um, I think what this very much is, is a set for kids who are perhaps going to see Darius. And maybe this does hint at Sammy being back in Chaos Theory. You know, you could potentially say that it might hint at that. But I think what this really is, is a set for kids who are going to see Darius in Chaos Theory and are going to want easy access to him. Um, now, I would imagine that once Chaos Theory has aired more, we might then see perhaps two or three sets similar to what we saw with the Camp Cretaceous subwave. Yeah. It just feels weird. I don't know when when this show's going to air. Obviously, we just saw 2024. Yeah. Um, so this could come out well before that show. It, it just feels weird to have it, yeah. you know, uh, so long after the show and um, so close yeah. to the next iteration. So, but I do like Something the idea. 
I was going to sorry to just no no you could. <laughs> I was going to say something that I I think does feed into this is the fact that Lego have been sustaining the Jurassic World brand for the first time. So in previous years they mm-hmm. would do the sets from the film and then that would be it. This is the first time where they've kept it going after release. Um, so I think that's part of what's happening here as well is they're perhaps pulling in all different source material because if you think back to the Camp Cretaceous sets, they had Owen and Claire in them as well. Um, and those characters were never in the show. So clearly, you know, they're kind of grouping everything together here to try and put something up that at least feels somewhat relevant to the current media that's available. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested. It, it does pique my interest a little bit in terms of story and stuff. And we can start diving into story a little bit because just looking at this set and whether it ties in or not, I do really like the idea of... Um, of Darius and Sammy, like kind of working mm-hmm. together, because I, I feel like that's not. I don't remember that particular team up very much in the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they did a lot together. I think that would be kind of cool to see them take an approach like what we see in this Lego set. Uh, of you know, Darius is obviously very knowledgeable about these dinosaurs, and maybe he's out there with his truck, and uh, you know, they're tracking down some stuff. They just spray painted the logo on the side. And um, he's like, he's like, I want people to take us seriously. I'm going to put the Jurassic World logo on the side. Uh, so, oh my God. <laughs> just imagine the design process for this. They're like, okay, we know that Darius has a truck. The truck in Camp Cretaceous was red and tan, so that's a pretty safe bet. And then they see the trailer and they're like, what the hell is green? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, I I do like the idea though of them two playing together, like um, with with being people that go to track down these dinosaurs. I could definitely see them. You know, Darius knows how to find them and where to find them and stuff, and she knows how to corral them because she or her family had like a ranch or something like that. So, yeah. and there was a lot of story of of her being able to kind kind of like talk to the dinosaur and relate to the dinosaur in a way that, you know, somebody who owns a farm would be able to handle like a cow or a horse or something like that. So I think that, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I think that would be a cool team up to see in this show. And that would make a lot of sense to have the two of them working together. Um, But there is another, go ahead. You have just inadvertently blown my mind because I? I hadn't even thought about Sammy that much. But actually, if she's back, just think for a moment if her father was in the show as well, maybe investigating the dinosaurs. Her last name's Gutierrez, so you've got the story from the novels. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't even I don't even know, man. That would be. <laughs> I don't want them to do that, though. I don't want that to happen because there are better stories to be told elsewhere with with that last name so let's not let's not approach that i don't want that to be a thing you know i i really don't but who knows i you know let's say marty uh was was investigating things in the early 90s and he gave it all up to have a a ranch where they sell meat to jurassic world that just seems very like a sad of a story for Marty Gutierrez, you know? 
<laughs> but um, but there are other toys that we can talk about real quick. Um, there is this. Uh, it, oh, not not that not that one. Uh, <laughs> I tried to not find this one image of a uh, allosaurus for so long, and it was the only one I could find. It was the wrong one every time. But we have um, the and and by the way, if you're listening to this now, I know I said earlier it's on YouTube. It's not. It didn't work out. The recording did not work out. But uh, but there chaos theory. That is chaos theory. There is an epic evolution uh, allosaurus out there in the world. Yeah. Uh, a ruthless rampage. Way too many names for these toys these days that I cannot ever keep up with. Um, a ruthless rampage, Allosaurus. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you know it very much is the battle at Big Rock Dinosaur. And I know at one at one point I don't see it here, but there was the image of like you know as featured in something or or something like what did it say? Did it say something on the back of the box or? I so I don't know if this ever did. I think that the Nasutoceratops and the Allosaurus from the Battle of Big Rock Wave did at one point in time. But I think that interestingly enough, this I think from the show floors of like Toy Fair or Comic Con has been stated as being connected to Jurassic World Chaos Theory. But I don't know if any of the packaging has ever said it. And yeah, maybe it was. I don't know where None it was stated. Yeah. References chaos theory either. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, I feel like they don't want to make that mistake that they made <laughs> back with uh, the Nasutoceratops and the Allosaurus, yeah. but they're making, they're just, they're just making all the same mistakes over again. <laughs> but yeah, either way, this is definitely, you know, related to that in some sense i i've i've got a feeling we're going to be tracking down that allosaurus that we see at some point in you know or from yeah. uh, battle at big rock we're going to see that allosaurus again because we have it here again in toy form and it was indicated yeah. in some way that it could be tied to this um and there is like I, I, which i i thought was kind of interesting there is that uh jurassic world facts app and uh if you look at the app it actually does have like a video game uh where oh. you you're you're on like a motorcycle and you're being chased by or or oh you haven't seen that yeah i'm actually pulling it up now uh so i can take a look and of course it's loading slow as dirt but <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't it load slow as dirt at this there point is, you know there is the curious point as well with battle a big rock is chaos theory the medium through which we're finally going to discover what happened up north as well dude i really i really hope so i really yeah. hope so well that, so that i feel like there's a lot of potential there right to explore what that was in reference to but also to potentially tie into some of the better parts of the motion comics hey man stop trying to <laughs> bait me into talking about oh, the motion well, comics listen. For our listeners, Brad is now fully distracted by the game that is present <laughs> in the Mattel Facts app. Um, and the rest of this podcast is just going to be silent while he really focuses on trying to reach his high score. However, he's very nearly hit a crate. Oh, oh he's dodged I, it. I had, to, across. I had to get over near the crate to get the right? pieces. There's like these coins that you got to pick up. They look like keys, this I guess. This is the level of finger swiping that only a professional podcast editor can attain. <laughs> Ooh, gotta go quick Ooh, yeah this is uh and do i jump do i jump is there a jump okay there is a jump feature um 
but yeah, anyway, I this I just thought it was interesting that there's this random motorcycle <laughs> game attached to that uh Allosaurus, it seems yeah. like. So who knows? Maybe we'll see more of this. This looks like um looks like you're kind of just like so riding around in Africa. Confirming, Brad, is that in Jurassic World Chaos Theory, Hap comes back. That's why this rider's got a helmet on, because they don't want to reveal that it's Hap. But it is actually Hap who returns in the new series. Dude, honestly, that would be so awesome. Uh, we talked about it so much uh, when we did our coverage for uh, Camp Cretaceous. We, uh, like, in my mind, he, he didn't die. We didn't see it happen. I have, I just always felt like that guy could definitely come back, you know? And um, we yeah. never got to see that happen. And I was, whoa, dude, I'm a Allosaurus now. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm just barreling through some containers. I can't get over the fact that this podcast has just become you playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I'm staying on point. I'm being less distracted probably than I ever am. Um, so, you know, sometimes I just got to play a video game to keep my mind focused. It's like, you know, nowadays you, you see... To... <laughs> nowadays you see, like, Should people I... trying to take in real information while video games are playing, like, on the screen so they can stay focused. Um <laughs> But anyway, no, I I don't know if this has this video game thing has anything to tie into that show. But maybe there's a port. Maybe this is Ben. Maybe this is Ben like escaping. Maybe this is somewhere where he's got to be on a motorcycle. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think it confirms the return of Ben because he's wearing definitely. Jeans. <laughs> no i don't know what it could mean i just thought it was interesting um oh you know what there was other things actually let's not dive into the this is the worst episode by the way um there was other things i wanted to talk about i got completely distracted um uh th there were thoughts about the 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 show itself from the people who actually made it uh via twitter so there was a lot of um uh like script people who worked on the script or wrote the show there were people who did storyboards and uh who were writers on the show um this person here uh was a storyboard revisionist on jurassic world chaos theory and they had said our show is finally announced excited for the world to see chaos theory next uh, on netflix next year we also do have one here from emily and it says this is what i'm working on now i'm so proud to be uh the sc for this incredible writer's room uh contributing creatively to this franchise is uh there's a few emojis of mind-blowing um i have not calmed down this show is incredible y'all i can't wait for you to, to show you more uh coming to netflix 2024 so emily uh let's see what emily does emily is the script coordinator uh for dress world chaos theory um we also do have let's see we've got nick it says, it's finally announced. I had the extreme pleasure of being part of the writing staff. I'm so grateful uh, to Beth and Scott for giving me a chance to help tell this story. Um, we also do have Heidi. I can finally share this has been one of the best shows I've ever gotten a storyboard on. I can't wait for everyone to see it next year. That's very cool. Best show. There's a lot of like really good stuff, I feel like, coming out of these phrasings here of uh, all these people on Twitter. So let's go to the next one. Uh, this is from Annie and it says had the absolute honor of getting to write on the show for the past two years our crew has put in so much love and dedication into this can't wait for everyone to see it that's wild for the past two years uh, Shelby here 
Shelby here says, I'm currently storyboard artist on this show. It's my first ever big girl story job, and what a privilege it is to work with such a passionate crew. Fans will love what they're in for. It's a freaking blast. Uh, so that's cool. That is awesome. I, I'm so glad to hear like really cool stuff coming from the people who actually worked on it. Now, of course, they would say that. Of course, they would say that this is a great show and it's it's really cool. But like, I am very much inspired by hearing them say that this is the best thing I've ever worked on. You're gonna love this. Like, I feel like it's authentic, and I feel like, um, you know, we're getting you know legit reactions from them that they are very yeah. excited for this show. Um, so that is really cool to hear. I think that people are very excited for this show. Um, now let's talk theories, man. We've been ramping up yes. to theories and talking about theories this entire time uh yes. but let's let's continue it let's let's dive more into it so um what are your thoughts and theories what do you have that you think well, this show I'm, is about for real series of questions that i'm gonna ask you to prompt conversation i so, have none i have no answers is will all of the campers return i don't think so i would say no uh well no I'm I'm actually going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. But uh, with some stipulations. I do think that um I do think that Brooklyn will be in the show, but I'm going to say kind of on the outskirts of the story. Yeah. I think I think Brooklyn will maybe have more of a storyline kind of like how um uh Dave and Roxy were a part of seasons, you know, yeah. this the first seasons or whatever. Like, I feel like they were, you know, in the first one, but like scattered throughout and then barely in it, you know, and then they kind of popped up here and there. I feel like maybe that will happen that like um, Brooklyn is tracking down some lead. She's deep undercover or something, you know, something like that. Like, sounds silly, but like, I feel like maybe something along those lines, uh, you know, but I can okay. definitely yeah. see I can definitely see the others. Um, you know, like we mentioned with Sammy, I could see her being a big part of it. Ben, I could definitely see him out there. I would love to see Bumpy again. I think it would be cool to see, you yeah. know, Ben with Bumpy or something. Um, Yaz, I could definitely see if Sammy's going to be involved. Yaz definitely has to be involved. Um, Kenji is is like one of the bigger question question marks, I think, for me, because like I don't know what he has to add to to the story. Yes. You know, I'm not I, really I sure. He has to add to the story, Brad. The return of his father. No, we don't need to see no. Daniel. Do we need to see Daniel? I reckon we might. If the dinosaurs are back on the mainland and you have this man who has tried to conceal them on an island, it seems like an ideal opportunity for him to step back into the limelight. Daniel's definitely in prison now. There's no way Daniel's mm. not in prison, right? Yeah, he he can get out. What if he ends up working for Biosyn? Uh, I mean, sure. I just think we should move on from that, like that storyline. Personally, I think mm -hmm. I don't think we really need to go back to it. I do think I would like to see them maybe salvage the, which I always thought there was a connection to what they were doing, like what Daniel was doing with the the chips and all that stuff. There is a connection yeah. to that with Biosyn and what they are doing. It was just a very different application of it. Um, but yeah. the connection's there, so maybe they can connect that in some way. I just think we should leave 
the Daniel storyline out of it. I have no need to to return back to that. But we've heard enough with Daniel. Yeah. But but I guess uh, in terms of Kenji, we could see him maybe trying to uh, come back from what his family did. You know, I could definitely see yeah. him trying to do a lot of good for you know what had happened. Maybe you know with his dad. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, so the next question I would ask you then is, will Soyana Santos appear and will we see more of dinosaur black markets across the globe? Um, yeah, I think, look, if I'm making this show, dude, it's going to be the greatest show ever. If I'm making it. <laughs> now, I don't know if it would turn out great, but I think writing wise, I would be like, dude, we've, we're going to write the heck out of this script. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to have everything you want. Um, in terms of that, yes, I would see Soyona Santos again. I would see Rain Delacourt uh, again. And um, in my mind, like, I don't know if you're going to ask the question, but like we see um, Kayla Watts, like that's, that is like what I want to see. Um, and I think like, and I said this, I think on a live stream, but like, great story would be like maybe season three or something like that. We have these kids come across Kayla Watts. Um, maybe they've been dealing with some other stuff along the way. Kayla, if you don't remember, obviously was in Jurassic world dominion. She had the airplane, um, very cool character and somebody that like was hinted at on Instagram or someone from like Bryce Dallas Howard that like, you know, she's going to have a big future or something and it seemed like we might get that and i I heard rumors a long time ago that like her character would continue in the franchise and be a be like the main storyline going forward um so to have kayla more importantly than soyono's but i think that's all part of the same umbrella storyline um but to have her be a part of this um would be amazing for me and just to see like i I, and i had the idea of like maybe like season three or somewhere down the line like they actually like sneak onto her plane and they end up at biosyn you know and they that would be be so sick like to have something happen there and then you know eventually maybe she discovers it or whatever and then they become closer and they work together in some ways but like um but you know it would still have to make sense because at that point she I think it could make sense if maybe she was helpful initially um, and then something happened where she had to disconnect herself from people in a way that we see her in Jurassic World Dominion um, where, you know, she's like telling uh, Claire to be like, no, get out of here. This is not your scene. You need to go. You need to not be a part of this because like maybe she. You know she's a, a good person at heart, but she's trying to distance herself from people who do not belong in the situation they, they are in. So I could see something like happening in this show that makes her that way. Um, but in, in my mind, in the future, I just want to see this evolve like Star Wars did with Clone Wars, Rebels, and Ahsoka and, and all the Mandoverse stuff. I want to see this evolve in that way where we get, you know, we had Camp Cretaceous. A few years go by, we get... Uh, uh, chaos theory and then mm-hmm. we also or even before that we in the middle of all that we get Jurassic World Dominion establishing Kayla Watts so now we've got these two characters and then and then we lead up to uh, a new set of films with Darius and Kayla side by side dude such a sick idea I want to see them 
culminate the story in a way that Star Wars has with Ahsoka, which I absolutely love that show. And I was like just enamored with these characters from animation brought to life in live action and storylines from animation brought to life in that way. Um, and I yeah. think it, y y they are setting the groundwork, I think, for everything I've ever wanted from Jurassic to do, like from Jurassic and what I've wanted them to do for so long now is to yeah. set those stones and be like, you know, you learned about these characters back in 2015 or what, when, when the, whenever the show had aired, it was a little bit later, but you know, you, um, you started to love them back when the animation started. And then, you know, then they grew into a second series. It maybe it, maybe it matures a little bit like, you know, rebels and clone wars did eventually as they both went on. Um, and I think it would be awesome to culminate in live action movies with these characters. So, so to me, yes, so, you know, Santos should be in this show <laughs> to answer that question. <laughs> so you're, you're going to love this question. Do you think the show is going to draw any inspiration from events in other media, such as the Maisie Lockwood novels or the motion comics? When did this turn into like an interview? I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. I, I just feel like like we've talked about and and like the the thing that gives me doubt about anything I just said about this all culminating in live action storytelling is that they have never been the ones to do this before to yeah. to connect the dots and and the stories and I'm I'm just afraid that'll never happen. So I just while I want that to happen so so badly, I don't know that it ever will. And I don't think that we ever will see these connections between the Maisie Lockwood stories. Like, dude, it would be so awesome if they followed a dinosaur into the woods and they came across Maisie. That would be so cool. Like, that would be a brilliant piece of storytelling. And it absolutely could happen. There's no reason that should not happen. There's no reason. Yeah. So that needs, in my mind, that needs to happen. I, I want to see that so badly. I just think it's not going to happen. That's I'm just being facetious here oh. and just saying, like, no, it's not going to happen. What do you think? Do you think it's if, happening? If take, I think it's possible because if you take the Dominion Extended Cut, for example, Blue has killed people. Like, we see her kill the hunters that are after her and Beta. So presumably you're going to have missing persons reports in that area. So you could even do something quite touching where they go there to try and track down Blue, but realise that actually Owen Grady and Claire Deering are there and they're like, oh, these are like these people have gone into hiding. Clearly this is where they're hiding. We should just leave them be. Uh, you could do something like that. That's a, a, a simple reference, but it would mean a lot to people who fans of the film and want to see those characters in the show yeah i mean i think it would be brilliant to have them all interact and uh, you know we never got a chance to see owen and claire in camp cretaceous i thought it would have been a complete guarantee to have them in that show in season one and it never happened it never happened i was just shocked shocked um so i don't foresee that happening again i don't think we're gonna get them but just do it. Just do it. Like, have them in the yeah. show. That would be so awesome. And, you know, you don't have to have them be, like, main prominent characters or anything. But if they just came across them for one episode and then they're like, look, you can't you can't tell anybody we're out here. We're trying to, like, be off the grid. We have a shared experience. 
you know, we were at this, we were at the downfall of that park together, but so we'll, you know, we'll let it, we'll let you stay out here in the woods. But, um, I think it could be cool. You know, I, I wish they would do it. The pieces are there for all of these things to connect. I just, I don't necessarily have the faith that they will connect them. Yeah. I get that. Um, so thank you so much for doing this interview, Mr. Dexter. I've got <laughs> one more question. Uh, and that is, <laughs> do you think that there's any potential for Chaos Theory to go past the ending point of Jurassic World Dominion? Because obviously Dominion ends with the court trials and that's it. And we don't see the outcomes or anything. Do you think this show could potentially flesh out the universe beyond that to set the stage for something else? Absolutely. I, I definitely think that they'll uh go beyond that because i mean there is there is time so like it doesn't have to but fallen kingdom was you know referenced and they caught up to that movie uh in a way in you know the first part of it um yeah and you know i think there there is ways to go beyond these movies and and um dominion is is such a contained story like anyway like it you know, it happened in such a quick period of time that I think like they could definitely just go well beyond this and show the aftermath of that all. I think that would be really cool to see what happens next. I mean, that would be mind blowing to get the next part of the story. And if the the people who wrote this story storyboarded it and and were artists, if they are that excited about this show, like that gives me hope that maybe we will see like the continuation of this story with people like that, like Grant or, you know, see what happened, have comments about what happened in that courtroom or that, whatever that hearing was, um, you know, maybe even have, like I was saying earlier, uh, have Ian Malcolm there. Um, I think it would be awesome. Yeah. I feel like this show could do a really interesting job of expanding on Ramsey because at the end of Dominion, it kind of feels like Ramsey's been left to hold the pieces and tidy up the mess that Biosyn's made. So mm-hmm. who's going to be able to help you more than the new Blast 6, right? People with experience of these creatures. That kind of feels like a natural correlation. Like, yeah. And to be honest, like you could do one to two seasons, I think, before this movie, before Dominion. And then, like I said, they, they hitch a ride on one of the flights that she made to Biosyn and like, yeah, they, they are, they end up there for quite a while and end up there during the events of dominion. That would be really cool. You know, if they end up seeing, which we, we are getting embers flying in this, in this teaser, right behind the logo. And that's what happens in that jungle, in that forest or whatever. It's a, it burns. So like, give us that where it ties into that. I think that would be really cool. And then we get to see the post after this recording. <laughs> That's what? What'd you say? I need to tell you something after this recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, we continue on after Dominion with that. I think that would be really cool. Um, you know, to see it go beyond that and and to deal with the out the the fallout of what they all what what they all did and see what Ramsey's up to, see what Kayla's up to, and and have conversations about where how, like how do we move forward and i think they're a perfect group to tell that story to be honest yeah i think so i think there's a lot of potential to do some really interesting stuff with it so yeah, i'm quite excited to see what direction they choose to take it in to be honest do you do you i don't have any interview questions for you but 
Tom, do you have any theories? Do you have any other theories that you would like to discuss? <laughs> so I, I think that's really all of it. I think my biggest one is, are we going to see what happened up north? And then mm. how does this connect into everything else? I think my, my biggest thing is biosyn, right? I think biosyn's going to be so prevalent in the world between Fallen Kingdom and Dominion, because they have to be, because that's how they're going to get universal dino collecting rights. So it's how does this story connect to the growth of that company? Mm. And how can mm. this be used to give us more context about the company that we see in Dominion? I like it. I would love to see that, yeah. And I, I think they should um, they should also say Dodgson misremembered how he found the Barbasol can. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how I that's I was I was just misremembering it. I didn't just rub my pinky <laughs> on the dirt and then uncover the can. It was a weird it was a weird moment, but that's what happened. Um so yeah, I don't know. I I do think there's a lot of potential well, for these years. It's just under the surface level of sediments, though. It's yeah, just right, right there, right, there, right? Just like just yeah. like some pencil shavings. You know, it's just if you if you listen to our monarch conversation. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. In the highly edited conversation. No, this is the highly edited conversation. So, uh, yeah, this has been. Uh, we just got to wrap it up because it's been way too long of a recording and uh, didn't work out the way I had intended it. But hopefully, we got enough information out there and some thoughts and theories. And uh, yeah, it's going to be like I said, a Frankenstein uh, kind of uh, conversation. But we'll see how it works out. But Tom, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Yeah, I have some closing remarks for the audience, and that is that, you know, you come onto a podcast with the best intentions, but sometimes things don't work out, and that's just chaos theory. Yeah, some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best <laughs> intentions, you know? Like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so, Tom, where can uh, people find you online if they want to? You can find me at Tom underscore Jurassic on Twitter and Instagram. Nice and easy. Um, and yeah. we have both been doing, we made reference to it a few times. We've, we've both been um, watching the new Godzilla Kong universe TV show, Monarch, well, the Le legacy of monsters. With some guy called agent T. That's not me. Oh, Brad. that's, Oh yeah, you're right. It was it, some guy named agent T. Um, Tom knows him, I think, apparently. But um, but we've been talking about that show, uh, Monarch, and it's it's a great show. I really, really dig that show. So we're kind of wrapping it up as we uh, are wrapping up this the show at each and every week. So uh, follow along if you get a chance to do that and check it out on YouTube. Hopefully the videos are all good over on YouTube. <laughs> They're absolutely better than what just took place. So don't worry about that. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much, Tom. It's been fun. Yeah. And we'll, ha we'll have to do a much better production when Chaos Theory actually comes out. So I can't wait. <laughs> Life will not be contained. Life breaks free, expands to new territories, and crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously. But uh, well, there it is. There it is. I'm, I'm simply saying that life... Uh, finds a way.
That'll do it for another episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in this week and sharing in the chaos that is this upcoming television show, Jurassic World Chaos Theory, and this podcast. There's a lot of chaos behind the scenes sometimes with this show, and I really wanted to get the video to work, and it kept failing every few minutes in this recording. We kept having to stop and restart and redo things and go back. It was just a, a all over the place experience. So hopefully it came together okay for your listening ears. Um, but uh, I appreciate Tom for joining me once again to talk about the world of chaos theory, uh, Camp Cretaceous, all that good stuff. So I cannot wait to dive into more of this when we actually have some good concrete information to dig into. And of course, once the show starts, we're going to be going full blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that time period. Because like I said, when Camp Cretaceous was around, that was such a kind of, it felt like a nice golden little era for Jurassic fans. So that was a lot of fun. But I'm uh, I'm throwing it out to Tom for, for joining me and uh, sticking through all the chaos. So thank you so much, Tom. And uh, please go listen to our Monarch Legacy of Monsters series going on over on YouTube. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you check those out as well. But stay safe. Be kind out there in the world. Let's continue to fight for representation, change, and equality in the Jurassic franchise, but more importantly, outside of it, in the real world. Please, let's continue to make this world a better place, one Jurassic fan at a time. I'm going to go ahead and hand things off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Continue the conversation with us on threads and Instagram. Watch our content on TikTok and YouTube. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com. You'll find today's episode show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, our website, and wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to follow along and share with your friends, family, and fellow Jurassic fans. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We will read your Apple reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss our Wednesday night live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage on our YouTube channel. If you want to get a hold of us or participate in the Jurassic Mailbag, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails and MP3s to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message or just to say hi. That number is 732-825-7763. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, enjoy. Enjoy.